Both are necessary, aren't they? The empty tomb and the appearance of Jesus. Both are necessary. If his body was still sealed away where it had been laid, then obviously there was no resurrection. If the tomb was empty, but no one had seen Jesus, it could have been a trick as some chief priests and Pharisees fretted. Without both the empty tomb and the real flesh and blood appearance of Jesus, the absolute novelty of what he said he was going to do would never have broken through into any of the known worldviews. Nearly everyone back then believed in life after death in some form or fashion, as a bodiless spirit, a ghost, or shade in Hades. But resurrection isn't simply life after death, but life after life after death, with a renewed body that can never die. But this was universally derided by Greeks and Romans. And only some Jews believed in the resurrection of the body, and they believed in it only for righteous people altogether at the end of time. No Jew conceived of that event of the resurrection happening in advance for one person alone. What Jesus did on this day is nowhere to be found in the expectations and convictions of recorded history before his resurrection. And this explains the consistent confusion and bewilderment by his disciples. We just heard it. Empty doom, or have they taken him? There's a reason why they didn't get what he had told them over and over he was going to do. Resurrection had no place in any known worldview. And so, unexpectedly, God did something wholly new on the third day, as we read in Scripture and say in the Creed. Now, have you ever wondered about that detail on the third day? Why is that included? You know, our minds kind of locked in our empirical worldview likely say, well, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I know math. It's not hard to see. One, two, three. The story of Lazarus here is helpful. Remember that story, Lazarus who had died? Lazarus was not resurrected by Jesus. He was raised back to normal human existence. And one day, he returned to the grave. Now, Jesus got to his tomb, and he said, roll back the stone. And do you remember what Martha said? Lord, there'll be a stench. He's been dead four days. See, the ancient Jewish mind understood that corruption sets in after the third day. That's when death is final. And they understood that death and corruption are a result of sin, of choosing to live apart from God who is life and love, first done by Adam and Eve, and then joined by you and me. But Jesus was raised on the third day with no taint of corruption, which means that his death was not the result of sin and separation from God, but it was the result of loving to the end 
which opened the end, broke it open to a new beginning. It was a different type of death than Adam's is what's being said. Jesus didn't die Adam's death of punishment. He died the death of a love that the tomb could not contain. And this is the significance of being baptized into Christ Jesus, of being baptized into his death, as St. Paul said. I wondered about that for years in the funeral liturgy when the priest says, grant that she, the deceased, who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. I mean, death like his? What does that mean? That our heart stops? That you have to be nailed to a tree? That all bodily functions cease? What does it mean? It means that through our baptism and subsequent life choices, we have been associated with Jesus, whose death was a death caused not by sin, but by fidelity and love to his Father and to all of us. A death of love which overcame our separation from God and the eternal death that springs from it. Christ's death is one at the same time that event which opened our horizons, the future, to something new. It shed light on a way of life that doesn't end in the tomb. And it involved us who have been baptized in Christ's same mission of love to the end, which opens our end to a new beginning. This is what Paul meant when he said that those who've been baptized have been buried with Jesus through baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life, seeking what is above. For if we have grown in the union with him through a death like his, we shall also be united with him in the resurrection. Baptism, faith, is a gift. And it's a mission. It's a responsibility. Friends, the tomb is empty. Jesus has appeared. Be renewed in your baptism. Let Jesus break into your worldview so that you might go even more into union with him through a death like his, a death of love. And look forward then one day in hope to your own resurrection.